Today in the Marshall Pro Podcast, we have a catching up with episode, our short form interview series. This with our man Zach Veach, third year NTT IndyCar Series driver, competing with Andretti Autosport in his number 26 Gainbridge Honda. Spoke with Zach leading up to the original season opener in St. Petersburg, due for mid March. Held this until the revised start of the season here, actually tonight at Texas Motor Speedway. Just want to speak with Zach about how he might overcome what was a very challenging and humbling 2019 season, where all the promise shown in 2018, frankly, really didn't shine through. So the conversation you're about to hear, it's a bit of looking back, but it's also trying to understand how a young athlete, one who has demonstrated talent and potential, tries to re-engineer himself, still very early in his IndyCar career, to tap back into those successful things that made a strong rookie season, frankly also needing to make sure that his third season now is a very positive one, knowing that the three-year contract he signed with his sponsor and the team is up for renewal at the end of the year, based on how he performs tonight at Texas and the remainder of the races this year will dictate whether he gets that contract, whether he does continue his career. So this here, Catching Up With, brought to you by Cooper Tires and the Justice Brothers in torontomotorsports.com and Bell Racing Helmets USA. Some insights into a young man trying to make sure his IndyCar dream does not end after just three years in the NTT IndyCar Series. What are you looking at for 2020 that would be different from last year knowing that I'm quite positive you spent an off-season feeling like you couldn't wait to start a new chapter and put last year behind you? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think that's exactly what it is, right? It's hopefully just a, a new start and a much more fun year. I think that's the big thing is just enjoying it, like having fun again. Because you know, the, the first year was a lot like that, then you you put so much pressure on yourself on the second year that sounds dumb to say, but you stop enjoying what you're doing in a way because you're just thinking about all the negative sides of it instead of just like enjoying what you're doing. So I think like this year, yeah, it's just have fun with it because we were doing well when we had fun. And, you know, so far this year, that's all we've been doing. And I'm really enjoying it. <laughs> is is it or can it be as simple as that, Zach? And, and I don't yeah. mean that to sound like, well, any more dumb than any of my other questions, but do you think that it really could be just a simple case of mindset shift compared to anything technically driving style wise, yada, 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 that might need adjustment? You know, I'm just kind of thinking about things that I have direct control of. And, you know, I think for me personally, mindset was a big part of it because, you know, it was easy to put all this pressure on yourself and then be frustrated uh, quickly when, you know, you have to adverse through a few things, but you know, a lot of it too, I got to give credit to the people that I have around me. I mean, uh, Mark Bryant, he's coming back to be my engineer this year. And Oh, that makes me just, happy. Yeah. I, I love Mark. I mean, it's, I've never really worked with someone that has the same mannerisms as me and like just kind of the same thought process in a way. And, um, I think it's going to be really good for us because, you know, Mark and I both are relatively new to the IndyCar world. So we're both just, you know, 
eager to show up to the racetrack. You know, we're excited to see what each day brings. And, you know, whether that be good or bad, we're still just enjoying uh, the sport that we love. So, you know, that that's contagious. You know, when you're around people that are just enjoying every moment and then they're just happy to be there, that it lifts the whole team up. So we're looking forward to just getting things started. So I think uh, I think it is going to be that. I mean, it's um, for me, it's a few things that just just being a little more uh, versatile with the car, a little more flexible. Um, and I'm lucky to have Mark on that side because he kind of comes from the Indy Lights mindset of working with younger drivers of, okay, let's just do what you need to be comfortable because when you're comfortable, you'll go fast for what works for you. So um, I'm looking forward to that because, you know, it'll just be fun to kind of get back to steering things in my own little direction in a way. Have you given any thought, Zach, to what if the season does not start off in the manner that you want? I ask that because I've lost count of the times that I've spoken with a talented driver like yourself coming into a new IndyCar season, coming off of one that, for whatever reason, was not fulfilling, full achievement wasn't met, and... A lot of it, the adjustment has been the exact thing you've mentioned, mental, all right? You know, I I was doing too much of this, whatever it was. I'm going to shift in this other area, and I believe that's going to be the item that makes my year different and better. And you get through a couple races where some idiot takes you out, motor blows up, uh, tire fall, whatever. And all of a sudden, you're heading into round three or round four, you know, 19th and points going, wait a minute, this feels a lot like last year. Just given <laughs> yeah. any thought to the, I don't know if I should say mental traps, but the fact that you might have to get yourself and work harder to keep yourself in a place that isn't down or low or dark in case 2020 doesn't start out the way you really want it to. Oh, for sure. I mean, that's honestly... I look at it as that's probably, um, you know, more realistic of a thing that you have to fight through anyway. I mean, everyone has some part of their season where it's like that. And, you know, for me, the big thing that I learned was uh, stay off social media. <laughs> stay away from uh, where everyone can voice their random opinions because, you know, uh, I think that was part of some of it, too, is you have that, that rookie year where a lot of people start believing in you and they get behind you then you put that pressure on yourself to, okay, I got to continue this year. Then you have kind of a rough year and you start seeing like, you know, all the less than flattering comments about yourself on the internet. And it's like, well, this is odd. This sucks, you know? So you just, I think that's the big thing too, is just staying away from any negative uh, influence. So you can just focus on your program. And another thing is like you said, Last year, we had multiple times where it was something completely out of our control, but yet I'm the one going home and beating myself up over it. So that's another thing that we really have to think about is, yeah, if you lose, you know, uh, you know, something mechanical happens or you do get taken out, you got to look at it as, could I have done something different? Well, no. So move on. It's not your day. So I think that's another thing is just, just having a lighter look on it all, you know, just a more enjoyable, uh, honestly, just a more enjoyable experience being an IndyCar driver. 
Well, I'm looking at the Indy, the at IndyCar Trump uh, Twitter page right now. So just saying, if you do go on social media, try and find some of the funny stuff because yeah, for yeah. sure, man. So yeah, cause you just gotta, you know, that's the thing. Just you're getting to do one of the coolest jobs in the world. You should be enjoying it. So, uh, you know, that's our, our main thing is just, uh, you know, enjoy every moment of it and go out and kick ass like we used to, because, you know, for me, that's part of the enjoyment as well as being one of the quick guys. You know, I've always worked to be one of the quick guys and this has been the first time that it's taken a little longer than I thought it would be. So we're just trying to break that as quickly as we can. Didn't you also decide to build yourself? I don't know if it was a, a Dodge Sprinter van or something like that, <laughs> but haven't you also been working on your, your own version of a mobile miniature uh, tiny home? Uh, yeah. thing. T- tell me about that. And does it have one of your beloved fish tanks in it to take around <laughs> all the races? No, no fish tanks. Cause it's going to be left unattended for too long. I don't want to be that cruel. Um, but yeah, so we decided, you know, it's always been one of my like dirtbag dreams of being a rock climber that I would, uh, build like a camper van. Cause you go out to all these beautiful places, Yosemite, you know, red rocks out in Vegas and you know, you go out and climb all day and you come back to a tent and, uh, you know, a little micro stove and that's how you spend your night. And I always thought how cool it would be to build your own van, come back, actually have your own stove top, your own bed lighting, you know, just glamp it up a bit. So I looked at it as I turned 25 this year, so I don't have any kids or anything. So if I'm going to do this now, it's probably the time. So yeah, I bought a brand new Dodge ProMaster. Um, Honda doesn't really make a cargo van, so that was my first hurdle. But uh, we just started building on it, and it uh, should hopefully be done, or functional anyways, by the start of the season. And then all the finishing touches will be ready for my Yosemite trip uh, a couple days after Laguna. So I'm, I'm looking at the link here to the Aero McLaren SP car launch live stream today. Can we start to get something in motion of the Veach Sprinter type, you know, live something, <laughs> right? Can we do well, that up and, you know, have the designer, so I, the livery talk about it and how you came to this microwave compared to the other and, you know, come on, man. Yeah, we've learned a ton, you know, that's the thing. And, you know, part of the other reason I wanted to do this was um, it was actually my girlfriend's idea back during the Indy 500 that it was the night before the race. And she grew up around here and she goes, let's go drive through a speedway. Like, you know, let's drive through all the back streets and see, you know, people that are like cooking out at their houses and stuff. And I was like, yeah, you know, why not? And just getting to see like all the people that were just like hanging out and having a really good time, that kind of hit me, um, you know, just because the fan experience was my only experience a long time ago. And, and then I think about the people that camp out at Road America and Mid Ohio and the amount of fun that they get to have. So we are going to bring the van to mid Ohio and road America. I won't be staying at the track, but we'll definitely be hanging out in the van, like barbecuing with some of the crew. So, uh, so it'll be fun to interact with everyone that's, uh, in the campgrounds there. Natural habitat of the beach creature. I like that. You can let fans come and look and, you know, see. How yeah, you... exactly. That is so awesome. Well, let's close yeah, that. I won't be drinking, but we'll, we'll hand out some beers to the fans. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Sure. <laughs> well, Sunday night, sure, but you okay. Know. <laughs> Fair point. Let's close, Zach. Just on, we know 
that this is the third of this awesome three-year deal uh, with some very committed and supportive uh, friends and partners that have made this IndyCar dream of yours come to life. I know you don't want to get off this ride at the end of the (laughs) year, so I'm not asking you to reveal anything you shouldn't, but maybe just share some thoughts on how the process is going of hopefully uh, bringing those sponsors back to be able to do an extension and keep going with, uh, I would assume, Michael Andretti, but what is the future looking like for you before we even get the start of your first, (laughs) your third season going? Yeah, I mean, uh, for me, ultimately, uh, I hope it looks a lot of the same uh, what it is right now. Um, You know, we'll see. That's one of those things that once we get, you know, halfway through the year, it's a little easier to to say, you know, what and when. But, uh, yeah, I have an incredible partnership with Gainbridge and Dan Towers, and, you know, he's the man that made all this happen for me. And, you know, our relationship's done nothing but grow over the past uh, four years together. So, you know, um, we're all in a really good place. So, you know, uh, not saying I expect anything or assume anything. I, you know, at the end of the day, it is business. So we'll still have these conversations once we get a little further down the line. Cause, um, my interpretation of everything right now is, uh, you know, mission stable, just keep going. So, uh, hopefully, you know, things do continue. So we'll just see it's, it's IndyCar racing is like the last off season and this winter, I say, should say, as we've seen, uh, you can't really expect anything. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we'll just try to do the best we can to be beginning of the season. And once we get through that midway point, hopefully we have a little more to, to share on all that. You know, I should ask just as a follow up, what have you heard from them about this adventure so far? Right. New company to IndyCar. Uh, I believe yeah. new to motor racing, unless I miss something else they've done, but they've obviously struck a pretty important relationship with the speedway in terms of the Indy 500 itself and branding. I mean, uh, they have not come in quietly or lightly. Just curious what kind of general feedback you've gotten about the two full seasons they've had so far being in IndyCar with you. Well, so far, you know, Dan, he's a, he's a racer at heart. You know, uh, he does a lot of um, horse competing, uh, you know, with the jumping and, uh, you know, his, his kids, they've been very competitive as well. So that, that same kind of thing that drives all of us, it, he has it running through his veins. And you know, I really believe he's enjoyed his IndyCar experience. Um, you know, he's a car guy as well. So it's it's been a really good role. I mean, for them to first come on to the 500 with us my first year, which led to full-time IndyCar and now the presenting sponsor of the Indy 500, they, they've definitely dived in, uh, you know, head first and I think they're loving every bit of it. So I'm excited to see what all we have planned this year. We, uh, have a lot that we're going to be doing outside of the racetrack with them. So that makes it fun for me and, uh, fun for them as well. So I do know their commitment with the speedway goes, uh, a couple more years after this. So, um, yeah, we're just excited to see what the future holds for all of us. <laughs> 